Ogumbawale for the win. on women's basketball. I'm your host, Howard McDowell, reminding you you can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnWBB. You can listen to all of my glorious co-hosts, from Amy Audibert to Eric Ayala to Dave Ibrahim, breaking down the women's game in a way we all love. Locked on Women's Basketball is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I said all your sports action, WNBA lines are now a part of betonline.ag. Again, all your latest news, odds, info, you name it, for your WNBA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device, or I should say your next tip-off, and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, now a place for all your betting, not just men's sports. Very glad to see it. Promo code's locked on, by the way. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. So, I come to you today with a bit of a puzzlement. I'm going to go through it. I've talked to folks. I've looked at it from every angle. And it concerns the Indiana Fever. And we need to talk about the Indiana Fever, who had into Friday night's action, one and nine. But the record is not the reason why we need to talk about the Indiana Fever. And so I'm just going to lay it out lay out my thinking about it, what I'm seeing, what I believe needs to change. So let's start with the leadership of the Indiana Fever. And so I, I come at this from a very specific, specific perspective as it relates to Tamika Catchings, the general manager, and Marianne Stanley, the head coach of the Indiana Fever. Tamika Catchings, and I've said this many times before, I'll say it again, I don't think there's a serious argument for somebody else to be the best player in the history of the WNBA. She is by win shares, not just the all-time leader. She's 28% ahead of anybody else, Lauren Jackson included. Tamita Catchings got there not just because of raw physical talent, though she clearly has that, but because of an understanding of the game that allowed her to be the best defensive player I've ever seen. I think maybe in any sport, not just basketball. Tamika Catchings has an understanding of this game that could and should make her an elite basketball mind, a general manager for the ages. This is something I know dating back to her playing days she's always wanted to do. Never wanted to coach, wanted to be a GM. But my big fear for Tamika Catchings is something very similar to what, in my baseball reporting, I have read about and seen when Ted Williams became a manager. Ted Williams was the greatest hitter who ever lived. Ted Williams struggled as a manager. 
and the reason he struggled as a manager was because Ted Williams couldn't understand why players couldn't do what Ted Williams did, adjustments, seeing things in real time. And it was ultimately a ceiling for Ted Williams as a manager. And my worry was, and I will say is, that the same may apply when Tamika Tatchin sees what a player is and imagines what she could be. Because Tamika Tatchin's made adjustments like nobody ever has. Now, as far as Marianne Stanley goes, I have learned more from talking to Marianne Stanley through the years than anyone has a right to. Marianne Stanley is, and I've, I've got viscerally angry about this. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking to Mel Greenberg about this on Press Row at a Liberty game, that Marianne Stanley is not in the Basketball Hall of Fame is unfathomable. Marianne Stanley has put an imprint on the game at every level for a half a century. So Marianne Stanley coming in has a full understanding, not just of what her team is, but what if her team needs to be. So I come in with those biases, which is to say more than the benefit of the doubt for Tamika and more than the benefit of the doubt for Marianne. And I, I lay all that out because there are some real structural issues here. And I just need to better understand them. Indiana's at one and nine. This is a tough lead. This is a lead where until it's put together, you have trouble winning. Until everything's in place, you have trouble winning. And you should. It is a deeply challenging lead, filled with talent. No one's giving you a night off. I know that's a cliche, but look up and down the schedule. Who of the other 11 teams is giving you a night off? Nobody. There's, it's just a stacked lead. So if you're Indiana coming into 2021, to my mind, you have two questions you got to answer. And this dates back to free agency. You need to know what you have in your front court lottery picks. Sierra McCowan and Lauren Cox. We're able to see, I believe, 57 minutes of the two of them together in the 2020 season. This is no fault of Marianne or Tamika's. Lauren Cox came in late due to injury. She was not physically herself for much of the season. There were limitations on the way you could play them together. It is a little bit more of a judgment call when it comes to playing Tierra McCowan 30, 35 minutes a game. In games, she's not in foul trouble. That didn't really happen last year, and it needed to happen this year as well. So in a perfect world, you're seeing how the two of them work together. At the very least, you're seeing how they work individually. The other major question to answer is what is Kelsey Mitchell? You sign a long-term max contract. Makes sense to me. Kelsey Mitchell is one of the elite talents in this league. But is Kelsey Mitchell your Skylar Diggins-Smith? Is she your Jewel Lloyd? 
this year Tappy Pondexter, who remains to me the best comparison when I think through what Kelsey Mitchell's ceiling ultimately is for a championship team. And I know that's a hard place to get to. But I think Kelsey Mitchell is up to the task. And I've thought that since I saw her at Ohio State. The offseason free agency trades and the like bring in Gentile Lavender, re-signed after she was acquired last summer from Chicago, and Jessica Breland. Okay. All right, I accept it. You got two veterans there. It's got to be veterans who are teaching the young players in that front court how to win. Jantel Lavender's done great things in this game. Jantel Lavender's 32 years old. Jantel Lavender needs to be helping and guiding young players who need to be part of the next great Indiana team in Sierra McCowan and Lauren Cox. If these are not the parts of the next great Indiana team, or even the next playoff Indiana team, then something's gone awry. I know technically Tierra McCowan was picked by Porky Chapman. Porky Chapman was working in conjunction with Tamitra, but Tamitra ultimately didn't have final call on that. She did on Lauren Cox. And she has her. She has Tierra McCowan, somebody who has been dominant at times, somebody whose game obviously isn't necessarily attuned to the pace and space 2021 WNBA, but somebody who's obviously capable of performing. If you want her to be a pace and space center or not, and that is the line, then you might as well just trade her tomorrow or yesterday. Is that not who Tiara McCowan is? I mean, it's possible to win and win often without it. Phoenix is showing us some of that this year. Minnesota has for years with Sylvia Fowles, including 2021. I am here for the Sylvia Fowles renaissance, but that's another story for another day. We're not seeing them playing together, and we're not even seeing them play enough. And then in the draft, where I thought we'd get an answer, we have instead Kaiser Gondrasik. That was a shock. That was a shock to me. That was a shock to many. Blew up mock drafts. But again, benefit of the doubt. Marianne Stanley knows basketball. Tamika Tatchins knows basketball. Okay. This is your fourth pick in the overall draft. You didn't go point guard, though there were point guard options, obviously. You didn't trade down. You see something in Kaiser, number four overall. A good fit next to Kelsey Mitchell. Well, let's see it. She's not playing nearly enough to see it. I'm just going to take you through if I can. Kaiser played double-digit minutes with a high of 15 minutes in the first four games. 
in the last seven, two double-digit minutes in the seven, and in the most recent game against Chicago, three minutes and nine seconds after 4.47 in the game against Las Vegas. The results have not been great, but if you are going to figure out what you have in a young player, she has to play. She has to play. What we are seeing instead is 30 minutes from Kelsey Mitchell, which is perfectly acceptable, justified, understood, and then Danielle Robinson at 27.1. Now, Danielle Robinson, friend of the show, been on the show before. You know what you're getting in Danielle Robinson. She was brought in as a veteran presence. Again, D-Rob, if D-Rob's not here to be showing Kaiser how to play and instead is taking Kaiser's minutes, I don't see how Indiana gets to where it needs to go. And the same thing is true in the front court. Jantel Lavender's playing 23.3 minutes per game. Jessica Breland is playing 21.5 minutes per game. Sierra McCowan's at 25, but that's deceiving. Sierra McCowan played 16.46 against Las Vegas, which again, if you ever didn't have a matchup where Sierra McCowan needs to play, and only two fouls, I will just point out. So this is not a foul trouble thing. It is against a lineup that features Asia Wilson and Liz Cambage. If you're not using your big big there, when are you using her? Chicago, 17 minutes and 40 seconds, and did not get the start. It, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. And Lauren Cox, battling back from injuries, Delayed start to her season, but I'm all right, I'm ready. Number three overall pick in the 2020 draft. That's an asset. That's an asset. You gotta see what she can do. This is her minutes per game in the last five. 13 minutes and 42 seconds. 11 minutes and 52 seconds. Seven minutes and 57 seconds. Six minutes and 25 seconds, and against Chicago, four minutes and 14 seconds. No personal fouls in the last four games. Has she been rusty? She sure has, shooting less than 20% from the field. Why? She's had 11 shots all season. This is a person at Baylor who was able to score from all three levels. This was not a pick in 2020 that shocked me. You'd go back, you can say, my goodness, put Kennedy Carter there, run out a backcourt of Kennedy Carter and Kelsey Mitchell and dare everybody to keep up with it. We'll see. You're getting a variation on that, essentially in Atlanta. And we'll get an opportunity to see how that works with a whole lot of three-guard lineups. But you, you made the pick. It's Lauren Cox. See what you got. You've got McCowan and Cox. See how they are together. 
it was a real small sample last year, but their actual net rating was really solid in that time they played together. So where does this leave us? Indiana's one and nine. They have 22 games to go. I don't think, other than the most optimistic people, can see this as a likely championship contending year for the Indiana Fever. I've written about the Charlotte Sting, who started 1-10 and made to the WNBA Finals. They are remarkable for the exception to the rule they are. 1-9 typically doesn't get you into the playoffs, let alone a chance to make it to the Finals. I think Marianne Stanley and Tamika Catchins deserve more time to put it together to figure it out. But I, I do not see a pathway to figuring it out based on the minutes and who is getting them right now in Indiana. So I'm going to share with you, I had a conversation with Lauren Cox this week, talking a little bit about it. She sounds ready to go. I am not privy to every last moment in practice and Marianne and Tamika, like I've said, know their basketball. But this is not a roster as constructed with veterans who are going to get them to where they need to go. And this is not a team that has even gotten the chance to figure out yet what they have in Lauren Cox and Tierra McCowan. And rapidly, the same thing of Kaiser. So here from Lauren Cox, these are my feelings about Indiana right now. I'll be watching. I'll be willing to be proven wrong. It's just how I see it here on Friday, June 11th, a little over a month into the season. I'm Howard Megdahl. This is Locked On Women's Basketball. Uh, Howard Megdahl at the next. Um, Lauren, I want to start with you, if I could, just to talk a little bit about where you are uh, physically at this point and how much of getting back into a groove uh, has to do with reps as opposed to um, figuring out just uh, strength-wise how much you're able to do game to game. Um, I'm feeling good. My knee feels good. Um, the biggest thing right now is just getting back in shape, and that's what I'm working towards. Is, is getting back in shape something that is something you have to do before you are getting the minutes, or will getting more minutes on the floor be the thing that allows you to get into shape? I, it's kind of a chicken and egg question. It's a little bit of both. It's getting up and down the court. Um, that's the biggest thing, and then doing extra stuff on my own. And just in terms of like the potency of you as an offensive player, it's something that you've brought to the table, being able to shoot it from everywhere. When you look at what this Fever team needs, do you see that as – a need that you're going to be able to fill and look forward to filling over the you know next few games, especially um, and and the rest of the season. Yeah, I think um, as someone that's just starting to get into the swing of things, I am looking at the categories that we are sometimes slacking in and focusing on those categories. Um, so I'm definitely 
trying to work on my shot and get my confidence back up with that. Is it a confidence thing? I, I, you know, is there a question of reps at this point? This is, you've obviously shot the ball incredibly well at every level of your, you know, of your basketball life. It's getting reps, um, and it's not just shooting set shots. It's getting game shots, um, getting in the gym, and, um, yeah, it's a big confidence thing just because I haven't really played much, um, Last year, coming into this year, I didn't go overseas or anything like that. So 